Bye to the haters, they all wanna stay basic You winning everything you do, that's why they hate it They know that you the queen beat and a boss bitch If you on the losing team, go ahead, make the switch Don't act broke, I'll be a floozy, stay tight And make sure you get what you want out of life Girl speaks truth with Jimma Stone Oh, what's up, bitches? Girl Speaks Truth here, coming at you hot and fresh with a new episode about image, or otherwise known as image. How does one appear both unapproachable and hot simultaneously? Face it, people, everyone cares how they are perceived by other people. Caring about your appearance dates back to forever ago, like the beginning of time. Do you mean to tell me that you think Eve wasn't concerned about what Adam thought about the size of her nipples or the shade of her leaf that she used to cover up her vagine? Of course she was, just as you would be if that had been your situation. In today's world, we have a lot more to worry about as women. Not only do we have to be self-conscious about what a guy thinks of us naturally, our natural physique, but we also have more modern day concerns like, will a guy assume we're a slut based on what our profile picture is on Facebook? I think that's a lot of pressure. But like any dictator or celebutant will tell you, perception is way more important than reality. The Kardashians are constantly trying to make everyone forget that one of them, or maybe all of them, who knows, could be O.J. Simpson's love children. How do they go about doing this? By buying out cable networks and through world domination via E, the E channel, Avi. The lesson they are teaching us is clear. However, if you can fool people into buying the image you're projecting, they will believe you and turn into your loyally blind followers. Since anyone with eyeballs judges others on their looks, half the task of making people think you're the shit is to look like you are the shit. In this episode, we are going to talk about and I'm going to explain how you can mold yourself into the outward representation of the put-together, years, intimidating cool bitch who lives life by her own rules, or at least by all appearances does. Appearances. How does one present oneself in public without ever being mistaken for a homeless person or Kesha? So let's say you're a basic bitch looking to improve herself. Where the fuck do you even start? You should start by putting yourself together every morning with the focus of Michelangelo, as if you're creating or recreating a masterpiece daily. And that masterpiece is you, sister. To be clear, I'm not saying take over hours and hours to put on makeup that is retarded and way too long for humans. Everyone knows the first layer foundation is for blemishes and the second one is for insecurities. No one wants to fuck a birthday cake face. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that a girl who doesn't carefully craft her look will not be taken seriously and potentially will be nicknamed Mrs. Frizzle, that red-haired bitch from Magic School Bus, until she buys herself a straightener and learns how to use it appropriately. Nothing in life is free, and if you don't take care of yourself and your appearance, no one will ever have any desire whatsoever to buy you a drink, T-Pain. T-Pain needs to fix his hair. (laughs) But like most things in this life, you should tend to your appearance in reasonable moderation, or at least I like to pretend that I do. 
Caring is for Jesus, y'all, not cool bitches. Your look should seem effortless, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like you just woke up this pretty. Avoid the Miss America pageant look and try to avoid looking like your entire life's happiness depends on looking stunning on your way to Starbucks on a Monday morning. Ew. A girl who overdoes it or wears way too much makeup makes any logical thinking dude wonder, what the fuck is she hiding under there? Is she a robot? An ooger? Worse? Guys will pass up the hottest girl around if the rumor mill is that they'll be waking up next to Shrek the next morning. Sorry, love. And also, be aware of the messages you're sending with your image portrayal. The way you treat your face and body directly relates to the way you will be treated by others. Too much cleavage? Dudes will think you're just as giving with your vagine, too. Whoever said beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, or whatever the saying is, was either blind or retarded. Lame. Why should you care? You may be asking, why can't I just be myself, Gemma? Uh, insert buzzer sound here or use my voice if we're a low-budget film company, whatever media company, which we are. Wrong question. I'm not telling you to not be yourself. I'm just saying you should be the hottest possible version of yourself that you can be. Some people think it's necessary to spend time on self-reflection and improving oneself, but in all actuality, you need to be honestly spending that time at the gym. The ugly truth is that you're not doing yourself or your career, your goals, or any favors by putting so much effort into shaping your character or intellect over your appearance. Appearance gets shit done. This is due to something scientists or science freaks like to call the halo effect. It just means that if you're hot, people automatically assume you're happy, have a great job, have friends, and get fucked decently often. Anyone can use the halo effect to their advantage fairly easily. All you have to do is be well-groomed and attractive, and you can fool people into assuming you're great just because they are superficial idiots, as is most of the gen pub. Sorry, it's true. I mean, whose fault is it really that your choice of wearing a theory blazer this afternoon led people to believe that you are lawfully employed? Honestly, if you want people to be prejudiced against you, go ahead and just be ugly. It's a free country. Your overall look. Like, to carry on the metaphor I was using or whatever comparison I was using earlier, like an artist who has achieved his piece de resistance of his career or whatever, know that there are many different factors to consider when crafting great work. You should channel this focus when you put yourself together every morning. You are your own piece de resistance. Feel me? So what are the different factors that need to be addressed when creating your non-oogly physique? Well, fancy, should I ask? Number one, be thin. If you're not born with a naturally beautiful face, then being skinny is your go-to recourse, really your only recourse. If you're skinny, you will not only optimize your attractiveness level given your unfortunate facial genes, but also dudes will be less likely to realize your mug is fug when they're drunk, especially. On the flip side, if you're obese and ugly, This will always be clear to everyone all the time, even the extremely intoxicated. I mean, people thinking you're hot when they're drunk is better than them always thinking you're ugly, right? Cheer up, Butterface. Number two, don't be see-through pale. 
everybody looks better. Newsflash with a little color in their cheeks, as your grandma would say. Love to quote grandmas on this show, apparently. Um, I can't stand those fair-skinned people who won't let a single beam of sunshine touch their precious alabaster skin because they live in the fear of sun or whatever. Yeah, I get it, weirdo. Being pale is your look. But you would look a lot more attractive if you were three shades none the whiter, moron. Just don't overdo it with the spray tans, ladies. People are quick to label you orange and poor, or even worse, nickname you Cheeto. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hair. How big is too big? Straight hair. Oh, when you're young, you learn that all boys love straight hair. I know that blow drying and having to straighten after can take some of your precious time, but if it only takes a matter of seconds in life, you're doing it wrong, okay? Even straight hair, though, can go terribly wrong if you make some crucial mistakes. Unless you just recently escaped from a psych ward. If your hair is pinned straight, your part better be nowhere near the middle of the fucking middle of your head. Straight hair, when done right, should be somewhat angled and parted in an interesting, not meaning zigzag, way. Wavy hair. When it comes to wavy, the more natural beach wavy, the better. Barrel curl ringlets fell out of style around the time of Shirley Temple, and sculpted waves scream, I'm Molly Ringwald from 16 Candles. Curly hair. The bigger your hair, the skinnier you need to be, ladies. It's true. Curly hair is not a fan fave for most guys because it makes women's face broader, among other things. It must be kept super tame if you're going to pull it off. Way tame. Tame it the fuck down. Colored hair. Hair color is an extremely important factor to your head. The amount of money girls have to spend on this is fucking insane, yet totally necessary. If the color of your natural hair looks like the rust of an old nasty ass razor, then it's probably time to go to the hair salon and face the facts that your natural shade of hair needs some help, chica. Bore a man with your hair and he will eventually be bored entering you. It's just a fact of life, ladies. I'm not making this shit up. Short hair. Don't even get me fucking started on short hair. The day you chop your hair off is the day you turn into a lesbian grandma lookalike. Even Natalie Portman can barely pull it off. Keep it below your shoulders. No straight man wants to fuck the kid from Liar Liar, which is what you end up looking like. Eyebrows. There should be two. Cool bitches should have well-cumped eyebrows at all times. If at any point in time your besties start to look like they haven't been to the threader in a while, you were totally allowed to mention that if you wanted to chill with Frida Kahlo, you'd like go to an art museum. Oh, that's bullshit, Gemma Stone. Girl speaks no truth about brows. You may shout, be shouting currently through your headphones. If my dad doesn't recognize when I get my hair cut, why would a guy ever even notice the two-inch strip of hair above my eyes? Because, my dear darling girl, your daddy isn't trying to fuck ya, I hope. Guys are thinking about sex 24-7. Think about the conclusions they'll be drawing about the bottom half of your body if they see that the upper half of your face is a hairy fucking mess. If the bro wanted to go on a wild safari, he would book a fucking trip to the Amazon, y'all. Come on now. 
nails. Unmanicured is worse than on a chalkboard. Unfortunately, I myself am guilty of going against this girl code. I've decided it's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions for 2019, fingers crossed. Bottom line is that your nails should always be done, though. No excuses. Have you ever noticed that the most confident bitch in the room is usually the one with the flawless, chip-free manicure? I, of all people, understand that the hardships of life and how easily things like a perfect manicure can be ruined in a matter of seconds or even through one text of your fingers. But the moment you notice a flaw in your mani, you need to run off as fast as you can to Ruby Cho. You must go, ho. When it comes to your nails, keep it simple. Putting a bedazzled design on the nail of your ring finger is not going to expedite that finger getting a real diamond on it anytime soon. In fact, it will directly delay that event. Basic bitches and my five-year-old cousin, neither of whom is getting laid, I might add, get leaves or flowers painted onto their nails. Not you, boo. Additional note, when it comes to manicures, always go Asian. Not trying to sound racist or anything, but I'm the first to recognize and commend the Far East fingers that by far have a monopoly on the biz of the nimble and crafty hand. Makeup. You need to make up for the fact that you're ugly. When it comes to makeup, there's very few girls in this world who know what the fuck they're actually doing. But even for the naturally beautiful out there, makeup is a necessary tool for enhancing God-given beauty and exuding a certain aura of competency, if you will. Correctly applying your makeup involves both manipulation and skill, so it should be no surprise to you guys that I personally love it. There are definitely some guidelines, though, to follow for applying makeup for different occasions. Let's run down the list and take a look at the appropriate ways to leave your house without looking like Taylor Momsen from Gossip Girl or that dude that sings in the Green Day Band with all the eyeliner. Ick, 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 ick. Okay, what to wear to work. To perfect your work look, or I guess if you're in college, um, this could apply to you too, it should look like you're not wearing any makeup at all. But of course, this just means you have to be particularly good at doing your makeup. You want to look like you're saying, I don't care how I look when I leave the house, but yes, I'm actually this fucking beautiful. Do apply basic eyeliner, a coat of mascara, and a small amount of bronzer blush to avoid looking deathly ill from doing drugs and drinking all weekend. Not a good look to show off to the boss. Don't wear bright, unnatural neon shades of eyeshadow during the day unless you're a stripper. What to wear when going out? We all know that girl who thinks she's hot enough to go out sans makeup. What everybody's dying to tell her is you're not even close to pretty enough to pull that look off, honey. Instead of saying it, we cringe at her face, which is a horrifying shade of ass. When going out, do a smoky eye. The smoky eye is the key to appearing hot and intimidating. However, if you don't know how to do this right, please, please, for the love of God, consult someone who does, like a makeup artist. No matter how see-through your lace crop top is, do it wrong and you'll look like a chimney sweep. Chim Chimaroo from Mary Poppins, okay? Nobody wants to look like that. Nobody wants to fuck that guy, okay? This isn't the little princess. Don't wear concealer as lipstick 
um, please tell me no one would ever do this, ew. Or mat try to match your eyeshadow exactly to your dress or match your lipstick to your dress. Matchy-matchy is not in. It belongs in the circus, okay? And then the golden rule of makeup to live by is what I call the mascara rule. For nighttime, use multiple coats. Everyone knows that the thickness of your lashes is directly correlated to the fuck-off vibe you exude as a woman. In some cases, like, I don't know, um, it, it, you can skip intense eyeshadow and just do colored lashes, maybe if you're going to a rave or an e the electric daisy carnival. But do this only if you can pull it off and don't go out looking like a brat stall. If you look stupid, it's not my fault. Just typically, I would say the rule of thumb would be to look in a fucking mirror before you leave your house. Might be a good rule of thumb, you know? And that brings today's episode of image and how to appear unapproachably hot to a close. Tune in next episode where we discuss the secrets and art of how to dress like a slut the classy way. We'll talk about clothes, um, Oh, how to the overt versus the covert, how to accessorize, what your shoes slash heels say about you, how to ask for stuff from your parents when it comes to your wardrobe, all that good stuff. So it better be something that you tune into and we'll see you back next week at the Girl Speaks Truth podcast. Thanks guys for listening and as always, ciao bella. Goodbye to the haters. I ain't got time to save you while you're running your mouth. She getting paper. Till next time, we gon' see you later. Three rules: don't be a floozy, don't act broke, don't look busted. Now you getting what you want. You the cool girl, and they all disgusted. Girl speaks truth with Jim Stone. <laughs>